right, we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. This is a show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about the week's releases of comics for this week. So uh, for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, for anyone in America at least. Uh, Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday talking about this week's comics. A lot of stuff came out. Uh, you may have heard of a, a title that's been getting a lot of news lately, Superman, Son of Kal-El. Uh, there was a new issue that came out this week. We got the death of Doctor Strange. We got the trial of Magneto. We got a lot of different stuff. Um, and so I can't talk about this alone. That's why I've brought in two guests. Now, if you can see these guests' faces, that means you're watching the live stream. And uh, good on you. Uh, you're watching us on Facebook, you're watching us on YouTube, Twitch, or our number one streaming platform, Volume.com. So if you're at Volume.com slash The Keeg Show, you can see their faces, you can see their names and their social media, so definitely go follow them there. But uh, if you can only hear our voices, you can't see their faces, you don't know what's coming up, uh, then that means you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, we are there. Uh, we got podcast episodes there. So either way, let me introduce my two guests first. Uh, he's been on the show multiple times before. Let's get him out of the way so we could uh, introduce the 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 youngin, the new blood uh, to the show. But first, Michael Mead, everybody. Michael, how are you doing today? How's it going, man? I'm fantastic. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. How do you feel being referred to as old news? Oh, it's, it's phenomenal. I made it. I got there. All my dreams. Oh, okay. All my okay, dreams. Okay, so is it a positive thing? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a veteran. Veteran. I'm like, nah, sure, yeah. take them out to pasture, you know? Both, but they both feel good in a little bit, in a different way. It's great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, thank you so much for, for being on the show. They do. You yeah. know, uh, I have not fallen out of love with you. So oh, just know good. that I'm, even I'm though there, something are, right then. there are new guests coming onto the show every time, but you, you are, you are tried and true, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get back to you because I got questions for you. Just like I have questions for our second guest who has never been on any of the key shows before, but it's his first time here on comic talk. Uh, uh, he's big into comics. Um, and uh, if you, again, if you see us live, you could see who it is. Uh, but we got Albert Aquino, everybody. Albert, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. I uh, am very, I'm feeling very lucky to be on this show, on this platform, uh, and talk about comics, my favorite thing in the world. Um, it's great. Um, I have so many questions for you, Albert. Um, you are Albert Loves Comics on all that social media stuff, and I love your work. Uh, that's why I, I I sent you a gift basket in the mail. So if you haven't gotten it already, maybe I sent it to your new address because I know you're in the middle of a move. Uh, so you'll you'll get a rotten basket of fruit just sitting at your doorstep <laughs> of your new like your new place. Wow, man! Thank you. That's very generous. <laughs> I mean, if it's not there, then somebody probably took it because they were yeah, like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. free fruit basket." You I know? mean, there's a lot of deer in the area that I'm gonna be in. It's very uh, uh, was suburban, rural. Um, okay. I was I was warned there's wild turkeys in around me, so you know. Well, I mean, gotta watch out. It looks like Thanksgiving <laughs> is uh, is already set up for you. You don't yeah. you don't have to go very far <laughs> to get your turkey. Uh, uh, Albert, uh, you do great work. Um, uh, you, 
you obviously love comics, which is awesome. And I'm glad to have you on this show where you can talk about it. Um, um, I'm going to, I'm going to pose the, the question to you first. If you had money and time for just one comic a month, right? X amount of dollars, however much, uh, you know, uh, uh, you can spend, but you can only do it on one comic a month. What would it be? Um, I was thinking about this question a lot um, because I honestly don't know if I have a, a, an easy answer. Um, there's so many good stuff out. There's so many good things. Right now, okay, this is not going to be a popular answer, but this is just honestly what I get very excited about. Okay. Eat the Rich. What was it? Not okay. a popular answer. Yes, I thought I, This is like, this is a very, very surprising book. If that was the only book that I could pick up every week, I think I might do that one. Really? How many issues in it uh, so far? It's like only four? it's it's only three, and literally it just came out like this week. And mm-hmm. um, I, the first issue, I was like, "This is weird." Second issue was like, "Oh snap!" Like, wait, there's a reason why I know all this weird stuff. And the third yeah. one, I'm like, "Okay, is this person gonna gonna go all the way?" And so it's like, there's a lot of uh, I, I. It was the first book. I can always tell which book I'm most excited about. By mm-hmm. which one do I choose to read? Which one do I choose to read first? And yeah. I was like, I, I want to go for that one. Okay. Yeah. So, but there's there's obviously so many good ones. I mean, something killing something is killing the children is always good. Department of Truth is always good. I love Donnie Cates and what he's doing. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I'm there's so many good books. I but, I think yeah. your your choice is interesting because for the common mainstream public. Uh, there's the big two uh, uh, comic publishers, right? There's Marvel and there's DC. And uh, for anyone who knows me and seen me on this show, like, you know that that's pretty much what I'm reading. DC and Marvel. I, I don't read too many indie comics, but every so often I go back and I and I read, like, I binge some indies. Uh, uh, I forget what I read recently. Uh, Fight Girls. I, I, I read the three issues of Fight Girls. I haven't read this week's, so I have Thank nothing so. to comment about. Uh, uh, fight girls but then i read um the uh what's the monkeys in space one i read that oh, prime uh prime uh, primordial. primordial no 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 primordial, not yeah. primordial it's oh, the monkeys and oh. maybe there's multiple monkeys in space one <laughs> but uh they set the monk they're like oh uh there's something out there with our like um u.s it's like cold war uh space battle not space battle it's like it's like you know what i'm talking about and they put them the monkeys and they send the monkeys to space you know what i'm talking about uh, uh, I, I need to read this. I need to know primordial. The Jeff Lemire book. The Jeff Lemire book. Maybe it is. It's maybe. primordial. Yeah. You're okay, it primordial. is primordial. Yeah. At the end of the There's book, they run, issue the dog, out, right? they run into the yes. dog. They run into the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, primordial. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I the was book thinking. Is good. The book is good. <laughs> what was I? What was I thinking about the huge monsters that, like, maybe, like that? Y- I'm whatever. I'm getting know. things mixed up. I want to read Primordial is the <laughs> is what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> anyway, point being is I I go back and I read these indie comics, but like my main focus is DC and Marvel and just keeping up with the sheer volume of DC mm-hmm. and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, but Albert, like you're bringing up indie comics, which is awesome. A lot of pretty much every guest reads more indie comics than me, which is great. Um, but uh, what who who sorry who publishes uh, Eat the Rich? Uh, Boom Studios, yeah. Boom. Okay, and, and who you know, publishes I, I, the other titles uh, that you were saying? Um, uh, like something is killing the children is also Boom Studios. Um, okay. Department of Truth is Image. Um, you know, I'm reading Nightwing, which is obviously DC. 
Um, right. And I, I think I think the reason why I've kind of like drifted away from the DC titles and Marvel titles, mm -hmm. I still read them. Absolutely, still read them because they 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 feed that nostalgia. I like yeah. I've, I've put in so much time into learning every single Batman family character. I'm like I'm gonna right. I'm gonna get what I you know get my get, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, reap what I've sown. But um, right. I, uh, I I'm always like reading indie titles because honestly they can do whatever they want. They can kill the main character. They can like I'm always right. gonna be surprised. And it's always a risk. Some of them are not good, and you gotta you know just right. eat it. Right, but I feel like that risk is also evident in DC and Marvel. There, I mean, we'll go over titles like whether they're good or bad. But I mean, there's always titles every single week that I'm reading, and I'm like, I'm stopping. I'm stopping at this point. I'm like, you know, yeah. or it was bad this week, but I know it'll be good next month. Like, okay, I'll yeah. jump back on. Um, but okay, eat the rich. That's your pick. That's your pick for like if you had money for just one title a month. That's your pick. Right now, that's my pick. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, same question for Michael. What's your one title? One title a month, Michael. I'm gonna act like I don't know you, because uh, 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 I can assume I know what you're gonna say, which is the same thing you always say. But sometimes you change it up. Anyway, I do whatever. change it up, Michael. Um, I'm gonna let you speak for yourself. Okay, yeah, totally. Uh, first off, Albert's choice is top-notch. Everyone should be reading Eat the Rich. That was a good suggestion. Um, but honestly, right now, this very second, what I'm feeling, um, I'm going to say uh, The Me You Love in the Dark right now. Uh, that is a new one. Book. That is With a new one, right? Me You Love in the Dark. It's on issue like three right now as well. Okay, and yeah. So uh, it's by Image. It's written by Scotty Young. Uh, it's it's in the if anyone's ever read uh, middle middle east um, middle west middle west um, it, middle west it takes place he written by Scott Young as well it takes place in that universe um, really oh. good it's like this really weird horror romance okay it's really crazy I'm really into it every issue I'm like what is going on and I can't wait for the next one so that's the one currently being published that I would spend money on okay because I was thinking you were gonna say Nightwing. I am, yes. I use it goes back and forth. Like yeah. that's why I preface that with like in this moment right now, what I'm feeling is it the me you love in the dark. Ask me ten minutes from now, I might switch it back to Nightwing. Mm -hmm. We'll see. That's uh, a great answer. Hey, I, I I love that book. I love both those books. Tom Taylor's killing it with Nightwing and Scotty Young is has me by the hook right now. So you guys always bring up good ones, and I, I do eventually go back and I read those indie comics. Now, I know if Manny if Manny was on today's show, he would be like, have you read Black Hammer yet? And I'd be like, no, I haven't read Black Hammer yet. Because he's always... But, like, I did, like, I, I think, uh, like, I read Berserker recently, yeah. you know, and, and whatnot. So I'm trying. I'm trying. But the sheer volume of DC and Marvel I'm trying to read... Some Keanu Reeves. Lot. You, you kind of yeah. have to. yeah. Yeah. Which is really why, like, that shows or that, that comic's going to be made into a Netflix show, right? Oh, yeah. No, of course. Uh, they have this all planned because out. Keanu Reeves, right? right? Like, you got to get someone, yeah. you know? Um, uh, and you got to get the right person, right? I'm sure there are well, actors out there that you could, like, you'd be he's like, right. yeah, he's, I got He's helping writing it. Like, he's, yeah. he's helping writing Berserker right now. And so is, I guarantee they started. I assumed he was going to be the star. He, the, yeah, the he character is, yeah. Was, I he's the voice of the yeah. anime that's yeah. coming out. And he's also going to star yeah. in the live action. <laughs> it was planned. Yeah. It's all pre-planned. Like, let's let's do it all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah he, I think he announced it like the same week or the week after it came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't just happen randomly. No, they had it all planned out. They're they're ready to go. 
like, hey, let's, this is a cool idea. Let's make a comic, a movie, a television right. show. Let's make all this out of <laughs> yeah. it. So like, okay, yeah. cool. Well, Netflix is hungry for content. Like, yeah, Netflix is like, when they sign you, they're like automatic uh, anime, like anime <laughs> series. Like, they're doing that for, I mean, and that sounds like a yeah, joke, but no, it's, yeah, it's yeah. true. Like, yeah. any comic, they're like, no, we're going to have a live action thing and an anime for some reason. Like, uh, 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 Super Crooks got, Witcher? you know, uh, Super Crooks, Witcher, uh, Day of the Dead, or D- City of the Dead, or whatever that yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, they're all getting, like, they all have anime shows that are going to come out, and, like, mm. it's part of, like, the Netflix package now. It's, like, sign indie comics, get them to do live-action movie, live-action series, anime series, and... Perfect. That's that's how you okay. do it. Yeah. All right. You know, uh, it reminds me of like when the Matrix came out and there was the Matrix, uh, uh, the Animatrix, yeah, the, the Animatrix, yeah, oh, yeah, Animatrix, yeah, yeah. And then when Batman Begins came out, then there was a uh, uh, Batman Gotham Knight, the Gotham Knight series, yeah, with the, yeah. With, it was the anthology series with the different yeah. anime styles, yeah, super yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, uh, okay, you know, whatever works, um, uh. When I, if I have money and, and, and time only for one comic, though, my pick, and I flip-flop, um, and it, maybe it comes down to, because this is a weekly show, and sometimes I forget, like, what came out three weeks ago, uh, most of the time I'll say X-Men, but this week it's because, it's, it's Nightwing, like, night, mm-hmm. I pretty much flip-flop mm-hmm. between Nightwing and, Nightwing and X-Men, um, because X-Men, for for anyone out there who doesn't know, and for Albert, uh, X Men is like my favorite, ipso facto favorite thing in comic books. X Men, and then it's most of DC, and then it's followed by most of Marvel. And like that's no like, that. sh- like no shade to Marvel, um, but like if it wasn't for X Men, I don't care much about Marvel. <laughs> uh, mm. And I and I do I like Marvel, but like Avengers pales <laughs> in comparison to X Men. If you're like, gonna pick one, X Men's phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Just the amount of superhero, you can just take X Men and run with it. Like you can have right. a favorite X Men, you can have a you can have a least favorite X. Like you can just right. take that and go. Right. Yeah. I mean, X Men is like Marvel's Batman, right? Like they have five different related titles every week. You know, it's like five. Oh, five a week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, like, five it's a like... Month. They got twelve to like twelve to fifteen titles a month. If you include yeah. crossovers and all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marvel loves uh, their X-Men. Yeah. I mean, everybody loves... I mean, X-Men is, is like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But I do have... I mean, I do love all of DC. That's the thing. It's X-Men and then everything, almost everything of DC. Because, you know, as long as they're doing things right. New yeah, 52 I'm, lost me. New I'm kind of the same. Me. I'm kind of very similar, to Dimitri, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, I have very few... Like, I read everything. Like, good, like, 80%, of 80, 85% of comics that come out right now, I read... Um, but DC, I was always a Marvel person all through the 90s. Like X-Men's what got me through the 90s was was the X-Men. Yeah. And so, but then somewhere online, I like switched teams and I got on uh, DC. And I've been a DC fanboy ever since, but um, I read half my books or Marvel books still too. But I'm always just like slightly disappointed at the end of a Marvel book recently. Just eh, whatever. But I still pick it up. I still buy them every week. They get me every right. time. I don't understand. What is this power right. Marvel has over me? I have no idea. Uh, I think it's the power of the episodic story, yeah, right? Because yeah. uh, uh, same goes with TV. Like, why would people watch, like, 
like a show like How to Get Away with Murder, I watched the first season and I and I tried watching the second season, but like it, it, it's because they answer questions and then they bring up new questions and then you're mm-hmm. like, well, I gotta I gotta stick through it, right? Yeah. And that's kind yeah. of what like comics as a medium is is like they're just they their job is to keep you hooked for the next month, right? Totally. And I, I, have you have you watched the the CW Flash show? Yes, unfortunately. I, yeah, I, I feel like. Well, no. Let me rephrase. Unfortunately, I still watch. It was good at a time. It was good at a time. Now it is not. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing. But yes, continue. I I, so I used to watch Smallville, and like when it came out, like Smallville yeah. was the greatest show ever for me. So and at, after like season seven, you know, you're like, wait a minute, like there's a formula here. They they've been doing the same mm-hmm. model for seven yeah. seasons and then once you really like notice the formula it's a little frustrating because you're like oh like this new character he's gonna die by the end of the episode you know like that's the villain is right the villain of the week and i think yeah. that like you know green arrow the flash like all those cw shows are basically the same smallville formula but people still watch it because it's you know it's going to be a happy ending you know like right. there's going to be some cool factor and like you also you know it's enjoyable it's entertaining even though it's terrible acting um i i, I feel like sometimes a lot of marvel and dc books can give off that same kind of vibe it's like yeah i already know what's going to happen you know yeah, but this week he's in a long black trench coat it's different this time right he's different <laughs> uh it, well, because there's also comfort characters, right? And there's there's like you're just reading because there's a familiarity with the characters. That's why like books like Spider Man will always be popular because someone who's only seen the Spider Man car- cartoon series from the '90s might be able to jump into this one, like even currently, and just be like, yeah. "All right, what's going on?" It's that it's Stan Lee calls it the illusion of change, I think, um, um, oh. and like. Because even if you change something, it'll change back. Uh, and comics are trying to figure out like how to actually change things without having to like kind of renege on it later, yes. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, like Superman having a son. How many times has Superman had a son, and then they've like brought it back? But now it seems like they're actually trying to put like actually trying to set it up, right? I think they have to. I think that like DC. Is, has been trying to do legacy characters, but not as well as Marvel. I mean, Marvel's like Miles Morales; right. he's here to stay. You know, yeah. even Spider Gwen. Like my my two year old, I've been showing her uh, the show Spidey, and uh, like yeah. Spidey and his amazing friends. It's a show for kids, yeah. it's a show for two year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the big focal characters are Spider Man, Miles Morales, uh, Kamala Khan, and Black Panther, and uh, and and Gwen Stacy or uh, Spider Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, this is the next generation, and like, two of those or three of those are legacy characters. DC doesn't have as many of those, so I think that like the Jonathan Kent move. Yeah, I agree with you up until a certain point. Here's here's yeah. what's up. Marvel used to not have any legacy characters. It was very oh. rare. DC used to have all the legacy characters. They literally had titles like Justice Society that was like, we got this Grandpa Green Lantern, we have a middle-aged Green Lantern, we got a <laughs> young sure. Green Lantern. I love Grandpa sure. Green Lantern. Alan's right. got oh, my favorite. Lanterns. Yeah. Oh, right. So or Flashes, right? There was Grandpa oh, Flash. Flashes. Wally uh, West. Uh, 
middle-aged Flash. Yeah. Uh, Kid Flash, right? Like, it's... And, and, like, every superhero had, like, a legacy, a family. And that was what was amazing about DC before New 52. And then New 52 came around, and they were like, nah, we're only five years into the DC universe. There isn't grandpas and, and whatever. There's, like, your young, sexy grandpa from a different world is now also dating and fucking i think like, the, i think the big thing <laughs> like though, it's just that's earth too that's exactly. it's so weird i think i think to albert's point though like i think that really the big thing that it, that's really the big change probably because yeah dimitri to your point as well we've had those legacy characters in dc kyle rayner took over as green lantern for a very long time yeah. while yeah. west took over as flash for a very yeah. long time but i think the biggest thing that people are noticing the biggest change right now is the is the fact that we're getting more representation of the like, yeah. in those changes right the yeah. people i just mentioned though we're the same white guys, right? It went from yeah. white guy to white guy having the mantle, yeah. right? So, but now it's not doing that. We're having a right. much more insert insurgence of a, a lot more representation of different kinds of people in yeah. comics representing those old school mainstream heroes and what right. they represent. And so, right, that's the I think that's the big thing right now, and it's great. Right. I think we should have throw more of it in there. I love it. Right. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? The illusion of change. I think they're still trying to get away. I think they're not. I think they used to spin their wheels a lot, Marvel and DC, but now they're trying new things that are sticking. Yeah. You know? Like, Miles think, Morales isn't going to get erased from reality. No, he's, he's oh, here to they, say, which is great. Yeah, I mean, he was supposed to be erased, right? He was in the Ultimate Universe. They're like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You can stay. You, you, only it's you like, can survive. It's like they made the <laughs> yeah. Ultimate Universe just to bring Miles Morales into the main universe. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it ended, ended up being, thing. yeah. Yeah, it does end up being. Um, I yeah. don't know, like, it's, I like what DC's doing. At the end of the day, like, another content creator talked about this, and I, I really kind of ran with it. I, I like the idea behind it. It was just like, at the end of the day, the big companies don't care. The big companies are just throwing something against the wall and seeing what's going to make them the most profit. Um, yeah we have to buy what we think is going to be yeah. best for the communities. If we throw our money at it, they're going to continue to do it no matter what yeah. other people say. And so the big companies don't care. They just want, and by big companies, I mean their parent companies like AT&T and, and Disney. That, yeah, because yeah. yes. I, I, I was going to add an add-on that yeah. the comic industry isn't, some people think the comic industry is as big as the music industry, and no, it isn't. Not at all. So it's not like in the all. music industry, it's like if you're hot, if we can pretend like you can sing, let's make some money off of you. In the comic book industry, like, like I think they, I think that they're the people at Marvel and DC do care. Oh, totally. A lot about the characters, and then I think it a lot comes down to the editor in chief and what their values are. So like the editor in chief could be like, nah, I don't like Peter Parker getting married. And then Peter Parker won't get married. Or the editor-in-chief could be like, I, I want Peter Parker with with Mary Jane. And it's like, all right, we're going to have Peter Parker with Mary Jane. You know, so they have a lot of say. But you're right. DC has a thing where DC kept, keeps getting bought up by different companies because it's owned by Warner Brothers. But Warner Brothers gets paired up with AT&T yep. and like whatever. So um, no, I've said this forever. that changes. The the big, the actual combo companies, I truly believe that they know what they're doing. They, they, yeah. they care about the product. They have people working for them that care about these characters. They care about these stories. I don't think it's, they're going to try stuff and it doesn't work. That's fine. But it's the bigger companies that force them to make a profit. And unfortunately they're used to big profit. And so comic book, the actual comic book company doesn't make a lot of money. Uh, it's yeah. the ideas that come from the comic books that make yeah. a lot of money. And so right. 
they try to throw stuff at the wall to see what's going to make them the biggest profit. And right. Uh, it's kind of how, like, in, in certain industries, you sell something short in order to gain money elsewhere. So, like, um, like video game consoles, right? I think they're worth... They lose money by selling the console, but they gain immense profit by game and, and like yeah, games and that makes sense. like that sort of thing. The things that you're buying more frequently because you can buy a PS4 and you're good for five years. But like the games are what people like buy constantly and that's where yeah. you get your money from, right? Um, so I think that like I personally believe that Marvel is being handled fairly well because they're owned by Disney and Disney does not care about the minutia of comic books. Like they're just like, here's a check. We'll get you distribu distribution. Just make like, make the, the stuff that like we can make, we can make money off of with Marvel studios. That's what I think. Oh, uh, very nice. Though. Dan Diddy was going to do that with DC for a long time. He kept saying like, right. Just pay us. We'll be your IP machine. You know, just make sure we're still employed. We'll give you all the ideas because that's where you make your money off merchandise, really. Like yeah. the big budget movies make a lot of money, sure. But the real money's in merchandising and things like that. Yeah. So we'll keep throwing the ideas at you. Just keep us in business, you know? Right. And, uh, but now, for some reason, the big companies seem to be wanting to be more involved. And and it just... That's the worst part. It skews, it skews everything like crazy. Yeah. Like, you can tell yeah. when they're... Yeah. 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 I think I like to think that like like if you're reading if you're watching a movie like Infinity War, how many people are involved in the process of creating that movie? It's like thousands of people, literally. But a comic yeah. book, it's just like, you know, it's the A team, right? There's like five people maybe involved, but really just the artist and the writer. And um in DC, if or Marvel, like the more people getting involved, the harder it is gonna be to to make a really great story that's unique, that that takes more risk. And um, I think that it's not a good sign if you're yeah. throwing in too many too many uh, people in the kitchen. Right. Uh, especially for something that's such a small industry in and of itself. The comic book industry, we like to, the goal of this show and like the goal of us and like in general, uh, uh, and you know, is like keep the comic industry afloat, right? Like we can't, uh, uh, sure, we could keep watching Marvel movies till the day we die. Great. But like the comics serve a purpose. It's its own thing. Like, just because we get the movies doesn't mean we should skimp on the comics. Like, yeah, where do you think those ideas start? Like, where do you think a right. lot of these ideas start from? I mean, Infinity, Civil War, like all these big actual like titles, like they weren't just, they were they were honed to make it possible to on the big screen right. fit in their on-screen universe, right. of course. But like the ideas and the initial kind of creation is from the comics. Right, right. Um... As far as comics that came out this week, there uh, I don't know whether there was a lot or a little bit of comics. Uh, uh, I, there was a little bit, right? It was weird. Marvel didn't have the too many, and I don't know why. Normally, I I try to pay attention to what week of the month it is, but Michael, you got a theory? Uh, there was huge delays, yes. Uh, uh, a lot hmm. of big shipping delays pushed back a lot of books. Um, I know. How, how far in advance? Um, we found out last week about stuff like by we, I mean, okay. I, I manage a comic book store. And so like we knew stuff wasn't going to be in a, about a week in advance. Um, even Tom, because a lot of the spawns were pushed back and Tom McFarlane like released a video and he was very upset. And so like, yeah. uh, that was funny, but like it, okay. but they were, yeah, there was massive delays here and a lot of stuff was pushed back several, like a week or two. So it was a mm -hmm. rather small week. I don't think on purpose. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh that's fair. That's fair. But that means just we're going to get more comics next week. I think yep. that's, 
Yeah. Um, there were comics that came out this week, and I want to ask you guys what your pick of the week is. And literally, your pick of the week, and then we, we'll, we'll just all just talk about our, our picks, and then we can all add in on whether we read it or not. Um, Albert, I would uh, you can go first, man. Uh, what's your pick sure. of the week? It is Catwoman, Lonely City. Uh, mm. I thought this was fantastic. I every time I see uh, Black Label, um, I'm always excited because, like I said before, I like it when there's a risk, when there's something that maybe you don't expect. And there was definitely some stuff in here that I wasn't expecting to read. I didn't read any previews. This is a completely blind pickup. I just like to cover. Um, yeah, and I thought it was it, it was the one that it was the issue that when I finished reading all of them, I kept thinking about the most. Okay, that it's kind of a like an old Selena Kyle thing that kind of is like Batman and Catwoman, like in that run. Is it the same continuity? No, it's a completely original story, um, but oh. it's not. It's not. It's not canon, right? So it's a, just like right. it's a almost like an Elseworld story, and yeah. um, it takes place kind of in the future. She's old. I don't know if you can tell yeah. from the cover. Um, yeah, she she's yeah she's yeah. Got some age Nobody on can see that right now, uh, but I do have the images. When we talk about comics, I put the comic images up. So if you can see on oh, volume.com okay. uh, slash the Keeg Show, you'll see. I even have variant covers too um, on it. So I like to display that so everybody can kind of see what we're talking about. Uh, at least oh, if we're awesome. watching the live stream. If you're listening to the podcast, then you can't see it anyway. But uh, but if you wanted to describe the cover that you're talking about, but yes, there's old Selena Kyle on the cover, right? Yeah, so old Selena Kyle, she's got a white streak on the top of her head, uh, yeah. and she's uh, so she's got some age on her. Cliff Chang is the writer, so he made like Paper Girls. He had like a whole Wonder Woman run, so he's got this very cool like retro vibe with the art. Uh, and behind uh -huh. uh, Selena Kyle, she's got like some of her old outfits. So I see one from like yeah. the Mike the, with the Michael Keaton Batman movie is there. Yeah. There's um, there's like there's a lot of really I mean there are a lot of movie ones I think but yeah it's it's uh it, it was I, it, I was surprised I'm not really a big Catwoman like fan I mean you know yeah. of course I'm, I'm a fan but I'm not like you know intentionally looking for her stuff and yeah. um it was nice she's not like I mean she's she's also like she she plays a villain a little bit you know and she's not she's not afraid of like leaning into that side of like having to do what she has to do and um a lot of Batman characters. I read a lot of Batman stories from the from the Bat Family side, yeah. not necessarily the cat the cat side. So yeah. um, it was it was interesting. Okay, uh, I wanted to read it and uh, uh, I didn't get the chance yet. Um, my, uh, Michael, did you read this one? I did. Uh, Albert, what do you think of uh, Chang's writing? This is the first time really writing. He's usually just an artist, and so like this is yeah. one of his first time writing. What what what, what do you think of his storytelling? I um, I didn't have any problems with it. Um, I thought that like, so there were some moments where I, this is like one of my pet peeves with writing just in general, where there's like a character talking and then there's a separate set of bubbles that are like, a, so there's like a circle talk, you know, dialogue thing. And then there's like a square on the same panel that's telling you something else. I don't know how else to describe it, but like you yeah, have to yeah, read yeah. two different sets of like stories or ideas at the same time. I don't really like that kind of style of reading. I don't know why. It just, it, it bothers me. Cause like, I'm like, well, what, how do I read this? Do I read both at the same time? Or should I read all the bubbles first and then all the squares? Like, um, like so their internal monologue going, going on at the same time as their verbal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But like the verbal, like you actually have to pay attention to it. It's not like just background chatter. Um, so that, I feel like there was a little bit of that, which I wasn't really that into, but um, 
I, I, it wasn't anything noticeable. Like I didn't have a noticeable, like negative or positive feeling. It's just like, it was, it was interesting. What, what did you think? Yeah, no, same. I, I was kind of, I don't think I went in with the highest expectations, to be honest with you. I love um, Cliff Chang's art, especially like we, the ones you mentioned, Paper Girls and, and, and Wonder Woman. I loved his uh, runs with Azarello and uh, Vaughn. But I, uh, I also thought it was a little, little exposition heavy, but I think he kind of needed it. Uh, it's a very, uh, it's new, so they need to kind of get, and it's a kind of a different universe kind of thing. So I understand that. Um, I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. I think not only obviously Catwoman fans would like this. I think Batman fans would like this as well. I think um, they, it's very heavy in that world, um, which I, I like. Uh, sometimes Bat Family characters, if they're by themselves, can literally be by themselves. So it's, there's not a lot of crossover. If you like that character, great. If you like the family, you might not enjoy it. This one, I think, is a little different. I think you wouldn't, a lot of people would enjoy this. Hmm. Um, I, I'm seeing, a, a, there's been a trend recently, old person blank, right? Like, <laughs> Like, uh, it's funny because there's old, there's old woman. I feel bad saying old woman Selena because by those pictures, she still, she still got it, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no you know, so like, I, I'm not, I'm not saying negatively, but we had old man Logan, we had old man Hawkeye, we all had old man Star Lord, uh, old lady uh, Harley, uh, uh, old lady Harley. That's right. Uh, we have, um, obviously, we've had old man Bruce in Batman Beyond. And then I'm sure in stuff recently, Batman and Catwoman, uh, there's a future plot line, you know? Yeah. Um, Superman pops up, old man Superman every so often, like future Superman that doesn't age really. But um, uh, we have this old woman, Selena, uh, but then we also have um, in, and I mean, we'll get to a trial of Magneto. We get old woman, Scarlet Witch. And it's like, we're like, are we, are we, are we in that age? Now we're just, we're, we had old woman Kamala in Exiles. We yep. had old man Miles in, in uh, yep. uh, some, some comic that I was reading. There was, uh, I think it was Miles Morales, the end or something. The anyway, end, the yeah. point be, like, yeah. Um, so I feel like, cause people are loving the future stories, but then also we want to see these characters when they're old. I don't know. It's just this <laughs> yeah, interesting yeah, no, I feel that. thing that's popping up recently. It is interesting. Um, I think one of the, the the beefs with comics in general is the characters don't age, so right. it's kind of fun to see like, oh, what would they look like? What would this? Yeah. What would Gotham look like thirty years into the future, where like, right. all those people have bad knees? You know, like that would be. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I I agree, and I think one of the biggest things I liked about the Hellblazer, uh, Vertigo Hellblazer story, was that John Constantine literally aged through the decades of writing. He had 300 issues, oh. and from the beginning, he was super young, and by the end, he was ridiculously old. With the scarring, the artist would continue the scarrings. Any scar he got oh. throughout the series, even if it was, like, 20 years before that issue, he'd still have it. Like, so there was actual, like, continuity in this. Yeah. So that was really, really cool. But yeah, Albert, to your point, they don't they do not do that. Superheroes don't age. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting. I think they're the Marvel and DC are doing something right now where they're making changes. Some of their changes will be rewound later, but some of their changes are still sticking around. Um, and I'm interesting to see, like, like I, I think what it is is they these publishers have realized that like there are kids reading it now that have favorite characters that aren't the favorite characters that people had 30 years ago. Like sure, sure. the favorite characters of like, like, um, uh, especially on TikTok because like I try to stay plugged in, 
there's a lot of like young comic book fans that are really digging like the cast of the uh, the champions in Marvel where it's like these mm. kid characters and that's what they're going to grow up with which means that these comic publishers as these kids grow up they're going to have to make a Viv Vision solo series and Viv Vision might grow up to like then join the Avengers right like Ironheart and Miles Morales and even though there might be 60 year old comic book readers that are like I don't like these you know new characters that are coming out well they're not they aren't for you they aren't for you yeah you know yeah and like just like and and we're we're not 60 but like we're also not 16 and so there's 16 year old comic book readers that are like they want Jonathan Kent as their Superman versus Clark Kent because there's a lot of us where Miles is our favorite Spider-Man and not Peter Parker. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, I yeah. like Peter Parker, but like miles, it, I would gladly love to see miles grow up over Peter. It, Cause I, I, I experienced, I, to a point I experienced that cause I grew up with the transition of, um, how to, uh, transition from Hal Jordan to Kyle Rayner, um, with Green Lantern and the same thing with, with Wally, uh, Barry Allen to Wally West. And so like, yeah. Barry, uh, Wally West, and got Kyle Rayner are kind of like my my heroes, um, but they weren't the original ones, and so I, I kind of feel for them to be honest with you. Where you can go from Peter Parker to Miles Morales, and people and kids growing up now are like, "Oh, Miles Morales is Spider Man, isn't he?" Yeah, yeah, yes, he is. He is Spider Man. That's totally fine. And so yeah. of course he can be both. So I, I kind of understand that completely now. That, now that we're actually talking it out, I, I kind of yeah, I hear it myself. So there you go. I, yeah. I think and they've learned that we we can't just ride on Clark Kent for eighty years. Like Wonder Woman oh, had her eightieth. Wonder try. Woman had her eightieth anniversary, <laughs> but like Wonder Woman, they are trying very hard to bring in new characters, and I love it. Yara Nubia, is great. Yara Floor. Uh, Yara Floor. Without forgetting that like Donna and Cassie still exist. Mm-hmm. Artemis is around now. Like we got a whole Wonder Woman family we can take advantage of. Like like as readers. Uh, you know, that's it's 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 an awesome time. It's an awesome time to be a comic book reader. It is. I'm excited for that. You brought up all the Wonder Woman characters. I'm very excited for that new Wonder Woman crossover, yeah. Trials of the Amazon. So yeah, good. can't wait. Uh, the, uh, I, I I'm excited. Let's 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 keep talking about these issues. Um, uh, because I mean, I, I I read a good amount um this week. But uh, Michael, what was your pick of the week? Do we do we talk about this? Uh, no, I uh. I'm caught between two. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Nightwing 85 and then Thor mm-hmm. 18. I am okay. I'm uh, very let's, caught between. So whichever one uh, you want to talk we, about. We will talk about both, but let's talk about Nightwing 85. Of course. Um, uh, did did Albert? Did you read this one? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was very well written. Bad girl story. Weird. It was yeah. so good. Like it caught me so off guard, and all of a sudden, and I'm waiting for it to change characters. Like. Wait, no, wait, this is a Batgirl story. This is Barbara Gordon's story. Like, oh, yeah. it was so good. Oh, I loved it so much. Uh, what did you guys like the most about it? Was it the plot of the villain? Or let's be honest, I'll speak for myself, uh, Dick and Barbara together. I love them. They are my favorite couple as far as Dick Grayson is concerned. I know there's there's Dick Grayson, Corey fans, you know, Starfire. Uh, they want them to get together. But like... Dick and Barbara to me have always been. Uh, nobody can see that, so let me let me oh, let me bring this here. Here, I got it. Uh, I brought yeah. you. There we go. I I like them together, and maybe it's because 
I don't, uh, I don't know how to tackle it. But like, do you guys feel the same way? I never read uh, Teen Titans, so uh, I mean, I watched a little bit of the show. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Barbara and Dick—they just seem—it seems very obvious. Um, it seems like perfectly suited, and the, yeah. since the beginning of this run, um, they've been hinting at this um, literally from the first like page, and so it was very pleasing to see, you know, it, how how it kind of how the, how they were scared of losing each other. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it's, I love it. I know it's, I think, yeah, I like, I like, I like, it. I like, I like Corey, I like Starfire and, and Dick Grayson a lot. I think Barbara Gordon kind of is more along the family line for me, like they right. grew up together kind of thing. Oh, so and you don't like it? It's I like do a like it. Like, it I, I do. It's weird. Like, it, I'd rather have I'd rather have him with one of them. Like like him single scares me. I don't I don't like it. Like he needs to be with what you pick one and I'm happy. Like be with someone, right. uh, Grayson, and I'm, and I'm cool. Right. Um. So I was very happy that he's uh, uh, actually like the whole scene at the end, especially yes, Albert, what you touched on about how their their biggest fear is that one of them dying. Like either one of yeah. them dying. I thought that was really romantic. I thought that was really. Um, a really cool insight into each of their character because they don't really dive into that too much, especially Barbara Gordon lately, especially with her her series getting uh, axed uh, a little bit ago, um, mm-hmm. which I really liked. I was really sad when, when her series left, but I'm glad she's showing up and more, she's becoming more of not a side character in this, but an actual like co-character of this yeah. series. And this issue kind of like spotlights that, which is great. Yeah. Um kind of piggybacking off what you were saying, Michael, is that, like, although Barbara is part of the Bat family, she is not a sister to these characters, mm-hmm. you know? Because, um, like, I uh, I was thinking about it recently, like, who... Uh, and even in Batman Wayne Advent- Wayne Family Adventures or whatever, the, that, that Webtoon comic, yeah, so cool. like, they make a point to be like, okay, Duke can be a brother... Cassie can be a sister. Steph can be a sister. Tim, Damien, Jason, Dick, uh, they're all brothers. But, like, Barbara has a father. Like, Commissioner Gordon is her father. Her mm-hmm. father is not Bruce Wayne. But for mm-hmm. the other characters, their surrogate father is Bruce Wayne. And I think that makes a difference. And so Nightwing and her aren't, like, hey, even, weirdly even enough, Stephanie? Barry and Iris... Barry and Iris uh, uh, in 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 the CW show are <laughs> adopted brother and sister. It's weird. Uh, that's weird. not the case here. Uh, but what, Michael? What'd you say? Um, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Stephanie isn't technically like isn't technically a daughter either. of Bruce. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but Cass is. Cassie is. Uh, Cass. Sure. Yeah, Cass. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yes. I, I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and they're like I don't sisters know. I feel like they, to each they, other also. They grew up together though. Like, and you yeah. could take it either way. You know, like love could could it could blossom from that, sure, but also more of a brother sisterly thing could also blossom from that as well. For and Dick and Barbara? Totally. I mean, I just disagree. in general. Joy, I just disagree. In general. Like in like in general, like growing up together, it you know, could also they, be but more they family-like. had a crush on each other from the get-go. It was never gonna be a brother and sister relationship. Literally from the moment they met. I think they met out of costume. Like there was a, uh, I think it's a Robin year one or something that like Robin's on the rooftop with commissioner Gordon and Barbara is there before she becomes Batgirl. And like, there's a thing. And so yeah, it's they, like, they rewrite their first meeting like all the time. There's another right. one where he saves her. And so it's, it's, yeah. crazy. but the but point like, being is 
they were in love from the get-go, or at least had a crush from the get-go. It wasn't like, oh, hello, sister. Hello, brother. <laughs> it's not. It's so weird. That's weird, Michael. Hey, that's it. Be like it, it, it seems like it's to me. They, they all seem they all seem bat family to me. Yeah, she it's a girl next bat door family. kind of thing. She is considered yeah. bat family. And no, so she like is. and so uh I don't know. I like I said, I like them both together. I like I like Barbara Gordon with him a lot. Yeah. I think it works. If he's gonna be with anybody, it's one of those two. Um right. and I like what they're doing. Phenomenal work right now. I think it is really, really good. Um Tom Taylor by them. I think Tom Taylor and Bruno yeah. Redondo. Even though Bruno Redondo isn't the uh uh, artist on this time, the fear, fear, um, fear state storyline, but yeah, it's really good. All right, yeah. uh, random, random question. I, I told you I never read um, Teen Titans. Starfire uh-huh. is an alien, yeah. so yeah, having a uh, interspecial, you know, species relationship, that's not like a like a. Oh yeah, they have a, a concern kid in different timelines. They have, they have a kid, they have a in, in different timelines. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like Batman and, and Lois. Like that's they're aliens and human, but like they oh, look alike. Superman and Lois. Yeah, that's what I meant. Super, oh, sorry. Yeah, not Batman. Bat, yeah, I mean, Batman and Lois. Pro- I, I'm betting in canon, in canon, Batman probably slept with Lois once, right? Like back in the right? day. You think thing? so? You think so? Would he do I that? Maybe. Just, I don't would know. He do that no, 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 no. Before they met. Before. But Bruce before, definitely knew that Superman was Clark. No, no, no. But before Clark dated Lois. Maybe when they knew each other, but before Clark dated Lois, Lois is uh, it's fair game. Before they started dating? Before be Clark the, dated Lois? What would be the purpose for that? What would be part of the mission to do that? Like, why would he go out of his way to do in that? In the animated series, World's Finest, I love that episode, Bruce Wayne yeah. and Lois date, right? They date. Yeah, but he was. they knew each other in that episode, first off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that Bruce Wayne could have slept with Lois. Uh, and not yeah. in a vindictive, bad way, just in they dated, whatever. Okay, okay, all right, all right. And do you think world, Clark, yeah. you think Clark would get mad that, like, that Bruce dated Lois before Clark dated Lois? No. No, no, because right. in my mind, they they knew each other, and why would Bruce be interfering Who? in that? Who? Why would Bruce be inter- Why would Bruce be interfering in uh, Clark and Lois? Kind of, kind of well, thing. right, like, but it's if, before if Bruce, that is what I'm trying to say. That's, that's from, but Clark definitely liked Lois for a very long time, and Lois liked Clark for a very long time. Bruce is a master detective. He would be able to pick up on that, I would assume. And so like, even though they didn't talk about it, even though they weren't <laughs> technically together, I'm sure he'd be like, mm, there's something okay. going on with you two. Um, okay. Let's, let's stick I'll it out. I'll give you that. Bruce would not be with Lois if he knew that his quote-unquote best friend was in love with her. But at the same time, well, then again, we're taking out the we're taking out her. Uh, I love uh, these conversations. These are my favorite. Her, it's her it's like independence. Like if Lois chose Bruce, she Lois was, chose Bruce. Totally. Bruce doesn't have to go bro code with Clark to be like, well, if if you don't have her, then I don't like. I it's weird. She has her own like independent thought. So does he? There, though. There he doesn't have, have been, to sleep with her just because she wants to. Hey, he would have to want. He would have to want to as well. well. Like, and, he would and that's what I'm saying. I don't so, think he'd want to. I don't right, think he'd want right. to. This, this could be a whole so two-hour discussion. In I know, it's so, so good. <laughs> I, I feel like Silver Age comics used to go off the rails all the time. No I mean, like, they were, like, Lois Lane has definitely married other people look before. Look at any Lois. I'm pretty girl, sure she Superman's married girlfriend. a gorilla once. Yeah, you look at any <laughs> Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane cover. Any yeah. of those. 
are They're ridiculous. All... They're so I mean, it was bad. also ridiculously sexist and misogynistic back exactly. then. Exactly, exactly. And you Superman know? was the biggest jerk. He was the biggest jerk. Right. He was crazy. Yeah. Super, superdickery.com, I think, was... Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Superdickery.com? Yeah. It's it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so uh the Nightwing the Nightwing comic is really <laughs> good. Go. Yeah. Um, um and Nightwing as a run is has been really good since Infinite Frontier. Um and right now is a really just a really good time to be hopping onto DC Comics because Infinite Frontier has been putting out really quality series, you know? Yeah. I completely agree. And, I completely and agree. things are real and things are still ramping up. Like the Wonder Woman titles are really good. Um I'm trying to figure out what my pick of the week is. Um, and then we'll get to uh, Michael's second pick of the week. And I think we'll, but I think my pick of the week, uh, since you already took Nightwing, I'm going to say Flash 776, I think. Ooh. Uh, 775. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys read it? Yep. No. So the the thing about what's going on right now is I love this because Wally West is the, is, is the Flash right now. And Wally West is the Flash that I grew up with. So, uh, Wally, like, Barry Allen has stepped down, kind of, and he's going traveling through the multiverse. I think he might be stuck in some plot or something. But, um, but basically, Wally West is the Flash, which is amazing. That's my favorite thing. Uh, I'm not a fan of his, his cowl, because his cowl has the nose, the nose thing that Batman has, yeah. like a nose cover. Um, yeah, the pointy nose thing. Uh, but that being said, like the previous issue of the flash was a throwaway, like 774, and it didn't really matter. But this one is starting this new plot line, uh, kind of with like an analog of Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer can only be wielded by that who is worthy, but this sword is only wielded, can only be wielded by someone who's unworthy, and it spreads hate. It spreads hate and and disgust. Uh, Albert, did you read this one? I did not. I did not. I, okay. I gave up on Flash a bit a, a while ago. It was how uh, long? Um, so I was reading all of uh, Rebirth. Um, oh, okay. And then yeah. So and then like Heroes in Crisis. I was like, I got into that, and I was like, Yeah. Wait. So Wally's a bad guy now? And I was like, Yeah. This is getting a little bonkers right now because yeah. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> people love Wally. Like that's like making yeah. like Nightwing be evil like forever. Right. Um. Right. So I, I I stopped a little bit. Um, I thought that the covers, I don't know why. I, I the covers like drew me away. They looked a little weird, a little funny looking. I don't know. That's that's the current the I, current covers. Yeah, they look a little funny. I don't. That's my okay. personal, you know. But but I'm a big Flash fan. I do have a big yeah. a big Flash. Fan. So I'm curious. I want to know more about this. Um. So Wally West is taking over for Barry Allen. They fix things in Infinite Frontier. The the beginning couple couple issues were kind of a transitional period from Wally West taking over from Barry Allen. Uh, and now I think with 775, it might have hit, like, finally gotten to, like, the point where hop on on 775 and you're good. Okay. Like, just understand that Wally West works for Mr. Terrific. Like, he's a... He's, helping the scientist there's like a team of scientists that work for terrific and so wally west works for terrific and he works there but because mr terrific is his boss he can run out and do his superhero stuff and then come back to work but his other scientists don't know that he's the flash so there is a problem there um oh. 
but this one was kind of cool because a bunch of villains got attracted to this to this unworthiness hammer. It's not a hammer. It's a it's a sword. It's a glaive or whatever it's called. But the point being is uh, a lot of villains pop up, and it's kind of cool to see all of them. And then the Flash literally single handedly defeats like a whole group of like a list villains. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah was Flash, Flash's powers um, still blow me away. I feel like it's always like the cheat code that like no one is pressing. Like this guy right. can like you know what I mean? Like most comic books, I'm like the Flash could solve this very simply. But you know, that's where the, the creativity has to come in. Right. Uh I'm a big fan of like use Flash to his full potential, but don't add more powers. I hate it when they add more powers. I personally dislike the throwing lightning power. He does it in the show and yeah. he does it sometimes in the books. And that's mostly Barry Allen. So now Wally West has his own power set. But like, I don't like, I don't like the throwing lightning. What's the point then? What's the difference between him and Black Lightning? If Flash can throw lightning, the lightning is figurative, like it should be. You know, yeah. Sure. They, like yeah. when it comes to the Flash. Yeah, I've been, I have been really enjoying the Flash for this, at least, especially for for this issue. I've been having trouble with DC's interpretation of like the more modern interpretation of Wally West. Um, mm. I feel like whenever a new writer tries to get him, they just haven't been nailing him uh, in yeah. a way that they they used to for a yeah. very long time. Um, but I think, uh, Dimitri, what, what, exactly what you said, this is a great jumping on issue. I think they're yeah. finally getting a stride. I really yeah. liked in this issue, especially the beginning part where Superman, like everyone's being affected by the, um, I thought it was a spear. I guess it's not, I'm sorry. Um, it's, what, it's, what it is a spear, but it's, it's yeah. they call it a glaive. Is it? So. Okay. It, it, it is a spear kind of yeah. thing. Um, but I loved that Superman was trying to get a little annoyed a little bit, which I liked. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And the only one that wasn't affected was Wally, and I, that was really, yeah. really cool. Cool little touch. Yeah. Um, it even got Mr. Terrific, which was cool. He usually is never really affected by a lot. Um, but uh, yeah. I like the series. Yes, Dimitri, I completely agree with, with what you said. This is a great jumping on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, Wally is my favorite Flash. And you can tell by the Thank dialogue... You he is being written as Wally and not just a Barry Allen substitute. That's exactly what I'm talking about. He's exactly. kind of jokey, you yes. know? That's what I'm talking about. No one's been able to write him in a really catching way. At least, like, yeah. they kind of, like, caught lightning in a bottle before with, with Wally for a very long time. Yeah. Like, through the 90s and 2000s. And then, yeah. especially when they brought him, ever since they brought him back in the New 52, he hasn't been working. Like, they haven't really... Because he's been full of doubt. He's been insecure. And then It's that old Wally. It's that Wally, like, right before... Right after Crisis on Infinite Earths when he was... He couldn't reach his full potential and he was just kind of doubting himself all the time. It was kind of like that. But But now he's not. Yeah, exactly. He seems back. Yeah. That's always good. I just don't like... I just don't like this cowl. The cowl that has the nose. It's not my favorite either. I I can agree. Give him the shiny red and the white lenses. Yes, like, yes, thank you, yeah. That's the Wally um, outfit that I remember. Slightly off topic, but did you see the little teaser trailer? For what? Uh, the movie? For, for, for the Flash movie. Oh, oh, the the oh the Flash movie. The fan uh, yes. one, yeah. Yes, yes, I did see it. I hate Ezra Miller <laughs> as Barry so much. Yes, <laughs> so much. I completely agree. So much. <laughs> I, 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 I'm so... I don't, I, what, if you, yes. Flash, if well, you showed me 20 years ago, they were like, oh yeah, here's a Flash movie, and then that intro with Ezra Miller being like, hey man, this is the Flash, 
and I'm the Flash, man. <laughs> you came to I'm see Ezra me. Miller. So. What are you? What are you? You came to see me, but I guess you get the Flash, and I'm very high right now. I'm Ezra Miller. Like if you <laughs> if you showed me that clip from 20, 20 years ago, I'd be like, who the fuck did they cast as the Flash? What? This is Barry Allen. That's not even Bart Allen. Bart. Al- that's Barry. Oh that's what? Yeah. What? Oh my god! It's so weird. I don't know. I I, uh, I, I like the only reason I, I brought it up is because uh, the costume in it. I think the costume looked pretty cool with like the light. Oh going yeah, yeah, it. yeah. The new one, yeah. yeah the yeah, new yeah. one looks cool. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't like the Zack Snyder costume. I was like, this is not. This looks like a very tech, yeah. like soldier outfit. And I'm like, that's yeah. Not, I, it reminds I, me. I think that the Flash's outfit is like the coolest in comics. I think it's just like very like yeah. like, you know, with the whole ring thing. I, I just think it's amazing. Yeah, this new one reminds me a lot of the new Fifty Two revamp the uh francis Manipole version where the, the yeah. lightning like runs up him all over the place which i think is really, really yeah cool. i completely agree the, the mask though the, the i like everything except the mask the mask reminds me of nightman if you look up nightman the live action nightman tv series it looks like that same mask and now that's in my uh, head thank you to be, it's, it's a, be it's forever a puff, now because it's kind of puffy yep. it's like this weird yep. kind of puffy mask and if you look up nightman tv show or whatever oh yeah See how it's kind yeah, of puffy, yeah. like around that uh, yeah. around the face. It kind of looks like yeah. that, and I'm like, oh, okay. How can um, his neck? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. So, <laughs> eh, whatever. Um, uh, uh, uh. So yeah, Flash. I think Flash seven seventy five is, I think, good jumping on point for anyone who 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 wants to kind of start Wally West again, and like without that baggage of old, you know. So okay. That, that's definitely, I think that is my pick of the week. Um, there were a couple other big books that came out this week that I really want to like spend some time on before we uh, uh, kind of do a, like a rapid fire round of like everything else. Um, uh, on the Marvel side, we had two big books. We had Trial of Magneto number three, which not much happened, to be honest. Uh, and then The Death of Doctor Strange 2, which I thought a lot happened. But uh, did any of you guys read either one? I read Trial. Okay. You want to talk about it? Tell me, yeah, tell, me tell me, uh, tell me what you think of Trial of Magneto right now, Michael. Yes. I, I'm excited to know the ending. The, yes. The journey has not been the greatest. They're just kind of yes. all talking. The Avengers show up, confront the X-Men, and now they're always talking. Like, literally, I think yeah. many, too many panels was uh, Northstar talking to Captain America about having dinner. And so, like, I think yeah. there was, like, there was one, there's a few of those, actually, like, more than one. Yeah. And, uh, and they, then they fought random kaiju, which they didn't really explain in this issue. So I'm hoping next issue they explain right. a lot where that happened. And like, like I said, I'm excited to see the ending of this and what it is. I think they're going to bring Scarlet Witch and Squicksword back to being mutants, I hope. I think so, too. I think that's what we're going, and I, I can't wait for that. Um, yeah. Other than that, the, 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 the journey has not been the greatest for me. <laughs> right. Um, Albert, did you read this one or not? You know, so this is X-Men right now for me, the modern X-Men stuff. It's very hard for me. I, I was telling you before that, like, I put a lot of work into knowing all of the Bat family, like knowing everything. I know Cassandra Kane, like, that was a big, like, recent find. And like, oh, like, she's a, she's, you know, she doesn't talk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a whole thing where she didn't talk. Um, yeah. I feel like with X-Men, there is so much background knowledge you need to know with yeah. like Krakoa and like all these things. So I read Powers and Powers of X and House of X. 
So that was like where I kind of started with modern stuff. Yeah. And um, I've been I've been picking them up. I've been trying to read it, but I struggle. I'll be honest. There's some parts where I'm like, who is this yeah. character from from Mars or Apocalypse's like brother? And you know, there was just like yeah. so much. So I, I struggle. I, I'm I'm trying. I'm push. I'm powering yeah. through because I know it's gonna be worth it. I wish we had 24 hours so I could tell you everything that's going on, but uh, we, we don't. Uh, it brings up a thing. When TikTok finally gives me playlist capabilities, because they, they haven't gotten the playlist capabilities yet, uh, only yeah. some people have playlist capabilities, uh, mostly the bigger people. Uh, I want to start doing series of informational stuff. But right now, if I do a multi-parter series of informational stuff, I feel like, like people are going to be like lost, you know? Cause you're only going to yeah. get a part of it. But if I did a playlist, I could literally talk about like, get people up to speed. What's going on with uh, X-Men right now. I would love to do that. Yeah. I, but, I'm, I'm yeah. very interested. I, I, there's a YouTuber comics explained who does it, but he get, he drops so many spoilers like in the thumbnail. And I'm like, Oh, this is, uh, do you not you know want I mean? spoilers? Like, do you not want I mean, spoilers? I, want, I definitely want spoilers, but like if it's in the thumbnail, and like I just picked up the book this week. It, there's, you know, I don't want. Oh spoilers. yeah. I want I want spoilers for past stuff, not yeah. like mo like the, the this week stuff. So yeah. And I, I uh, you know, what I mean, like there's, I think that your your title and your thumbnail should never be the spoiler. Right. I uh, I definitely I definitely agree. Um, uh, we'll talk another time. I would love to g try to like rope you back into x-men uh but it is a lot it is a lot yeah. and uh honestly we see uh, scarlet witch is is dead but then she gets back brought back from the dead through a backup like a mind backup kind of thing uh, that, that that's been a constant like plot point in x-men currently is that you could bring people back from the dead with a backup right of their of their yes essence yeah Right, but like her um, losing her powers—that's—that's that's, I didn't know that you could lose your powers when you do that, when you bring them back. She lost her uh, powers. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't did she lose her powers in this? I thought I thought I heard you say that. No, she hasn't lost her powers. No, no, no. Oh, okay, but she lost her memories because her backup is oh. so far back. Oh, okay. but we don't know what's going on with this like side backstory. Like at the very yeah. end of the issue, is like she's in this like weird like area and then like right. now we have old lady scarlet old witch lady and so, yeah old lady scarlet witch yeah and so yeah i don't know what's going on in this series i think it, i don't know if she was because they, they they said that um they weren't going to bring her back they didn't right. bring uh, the, the council didn't didn't green light her resurrection right. and yeah but is so is this a mutant resurrection uh did like i think magneto Silver? brought her back do you think Mag magneto oh because yeah he he took the the backup, he had the backup. Belt, right yeah, he had the yeah. Helmet. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that the trial of Magneto isn't about him killing Scarlet Witch. I think the trial mm. of Magneto is about him bringing her back. And ah. what? And I think so. I think trial of Magneto because I think it's a red herring, right? We always mm. thought the trial of Magneto was who killed Scarlet Witch, but I think it's whether a mutant has the say so to bring back the people that they love. I mean, I would love for that to be the topic of this miniseries because Mystique just brought back Destiny in Inferno, which she didn't get the okay to do that either. It's true. Everybody it's true. and yeah. their mom is bringing back the people that they love without approval from the Quiet Council. Which is very and dangerous. 
I know why Destiny is yeah. like a risky move, right? Destiny's like a, you know, she's a she can tell the future and stuff like that. Yeah. So I get why bringing her back is problematic. Why wouldn't they bring back Scarlet Rich when she's she's know, not a mutant? She's not. A she, mutant well, two anymore. things: she's considered not a mutant anymore. And then second thing is she was the one who took away all the mutants' powers with no more mutants back in House of M, and she's the mutant quote-unquote pretender. They call her the pretender. She's a universally hated on Krakoa because she's uh, she's the her. pretender. Yeah, she's the pretender that that ruined mutant kind. She's the boogeyman. Okay, that makes sense, and I, I get why. Also, why Marvel's pushing her towards like the sorcery side because right. of the cinematic of the cinematic thing, right. you know, like I mean, not really anymore. It doesn't matter as much anymore because they own Fox, but I get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but, but chances are with this whole thing, I think what they're trying to tackle and, uh, is even though your mind is backed up, is your soul backed up? Mm -hmm. Because Xavier obviously is like, oh, souls don't exist. It's just our minds because Xavier is all mind. But like, like with this, it seems like your soul is dead, but your mind is backed up. So now there are two instances of you. It's, it's, it's exactly what Nightcrawler was getting at in the early issues of the, of Hickman's uh, X-Men run and which yeah. led into way of the X, right? That was a, that was one, probably one of my favorite issues in comics in a very long time. I think it was like issue like 11 or 12, right? During the first time we see like apocalypse, I forget what, what, what the, 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 the thing is called like unpowered the, uh, crucible, the crucible, the crucible. Uh, the crucible. It's the yeah. first time we see the crucible um, and uh, Nightcrawler and Scott are talking like literally the ethics of what they're doing. And like, yeah. what is a soul now that we can bring? Like, death no longer matters. It's like one of my right. favorite issues. Such so yeah. so cool. Because we do know that in the Marvel universe, souls exist. So yeah. why are they trying to bypass the soul part? Uh, it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, X. I don't know the end game for X Men. Uh, because I know Hickman has planned it, planned Acts One and Act Three, but he is like, eh, Act Two can go as long as it wants. Like, that's what he said, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and when we're ready to wrap it up, we will enact Act 3. But right now, we're we're in Act 2, and it just keeps going, oh, and I'm loving it. Hey. I'm loving it, but, like, what's the point? We can, we have conjecture, which I love, too. It's, like, trying to come up with, like, what's next? What does it mean? <laughs> well, I mean, we'll figure isn't it out. Yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't Hickman stepping away for a bit, too? He is, but his Act 3 will still be in effect. Ah, like, okay. Inferno yeah. will be his last act and stuff. Yeah, as far okay. as him writing, but him like writing, his correct, yeah. his planning will still stay in effect, as far as I know. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, otherwise, Marvel would just sh like that's just shitting on Hickman. Like Hickman's <laughs> leaving, but I think Hickman does have options to come back. You know, and if they're like, nah, we're gonna get rid of Act Three, and suddenly now they're all uh, uh, they're not mutants, but they're called uh, Bloxnars, and they're from another planet. Oh, mutants so are just awesome. aliens. Like no, yeah. That issue's gonna um, go up so much in value. First appearance oh, of the Bloxinars. Like <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Um, so Trailer Magneto, yeah, I mean Do you feel do you, it's yeah, one do of you, those things. Yeah. It'll make sense in a in a trade when yeah. they compile it, but like as a single yeah. issue, if you spent your five bucks on this, i I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was not a good issue. It just wasn't a good I issue. I completely agree. I completely agree. I like like yeah. I said, I can't wait for the end. I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah. But at the, at the moment, this individual issue was not good. Not good. This, this mini series might be good in trade. Yeah, I can. Better, just better that. in trade than single issues. But, you know, 
but the X-Men title is waiting on Inferno and Trial of Magneto to get done with before yeah. it can finally like get back to the main story it's trying to tell. Because uh, X-Men number four last week was not a good issue either. Just because it was a waste. Oh, it, was a they few, just kinda, it was a huge filler issue, yeah. With, with, it was a filler, are you talking about yeah. the, the, the Nightmare? nightmare? Yeah. 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 I read that one, yeah. I read Nightmare. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was yeah, like standalone. It didn't really matter. You know? Yeah. Especially because the I end of the, like, the following oh, one was so good. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys read, guys read The Death of Doctor Strange? I have not yet. It's in my stack, I but I have not read it yet. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to talk about it real quick uh, before we move on to something else that you guys have read. I um, like it though. I just, um, you guys cool with spoilers then? Yeah. That okay. So in the first issue, they kind of build up that like Doctor Strange had a Horcrux like kind of thing. Like they were kind of building up that that like he had a Horcrux so that when he died, his Horcrux would come back. And so his Horcrux kind of like Cerebro and Krakoa was backed up in the past, right? That being said, this issue number two kind of clarifies things. It's not a horcrux. It's a pocket of time. Uh, so it's a week from his life that he experienced but separated from himself. So basically what happens in Doctor Strange or Death of Doctor Strange is he dies and a younger version of Doctor Strange comes in and he's like, oh, we got to figure this out. And so it's not a horcrux that can just live on its own. He can only last for a week, and it's a mm. pocket of a week uh, from his past that he has come into this future in order to solve this problem. So, did, he so know? did his does his present self, the one that died, know about this? Like, it, I don't, I don't personally think so. No, like as soon as the, as soon as the week ends, he forgets about it. I I believe so, and then yeah. he'll go back to wherever you know wherever yeah. he was. Yeah, uh, but it is a younger version that hasn't met Clea yet. Uh, and which is interesting because Clea pops into this. Uh, she's being chased by three otherworldly demons. The word, the, the wiggle, I don't know. There's like three. They're called the, like something. And so um, he hasn't met Clea yet, which Clea ends up being his wife later. And so like, there's a younger version of him trying to solve this. And like, there's no Sorcerer Supreme. And there are, uh, characters from Doctor Strange's mythos that are fleeing their world and creating civilizations on Earth because they're fleeing their dimensions because there's something coming after them. And that's yeah. all we really get. I think it's so cool. It's it, a cool mystery book. A, yeah, yeah. You know, who killed Doctor Strange and then what's coming for him? And I think that uh, 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 this one was actually a good one. Trial of Eater number three, not that great. Death of Doctor Strange, and I'm not even a big Doctor Strange fan. Death of Doctor Strange number two, pretty good. Yeah, I, I, it's not that I, I wasn't excited to read it. It's in my stack. Um, but I like 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 you, Dimitri. I always pick up my X Men books first, and so I was like, "Oh, try my yeah. needle. Let's let's see what's going on." So yeah. I grabbed that first. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I like Death of, uh, Death of Doctor Strange. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else did you guys read? Because we got we got about uh, fifteen minutes to wrap that. But luckily, uh, it was Thor. a. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. you guys both talked. Uh, you guys both read Thor. Uh, Albert, you want to start talking about it? Thor was good. Um, I did not grow up with Throg, but Throg made the you know the major appearance in it, and I, I get it. He's a he's a. It's ironic how epic he is as a character. Yeah. Um, I like how. Um, I guess we'll get into like a little bit of spoilers. You know, um, 
Thor has lost his hammer or someone stole it. And it's a big yeah. deal because he's been having nightmares of, or he saw the future where a Thanos is going to have Mjolnir. So we all know what's going to happen and that um, and it's, it's, it's going to get bad. So I'm super excited to see um, to see how it goes out. His relationship with Loki is also really interesting um, just because it's really grown into like a friendship with a lot of trust. And Loki is helping him like solve this, you know, way about going about discovering, you know, where is Mjolnir. Um, and then they form a little Avengers team at the end, uh, which I think is like cute. Um, so I, I liked it. I thought it was very fun. Um, I, I think Donny Cates is absolutely crushing Thor and I hope he does this for a hundred, a hundred issues. <laughs> you know? I agree. I agree. I've been loving Donny Cates. I, I've been loving Donny Cates in general on any book that he's been on. His Venom run is great. I love his image crossover book, but his Thor run is so cool. Um, I love it. I love, I love Throg. Um, I love the pet Avengers. This is not the first time they, they've joined together. And so it was really cool seeing them together again. And so, and especially in this kind of context, usually it's very like fun. It's usually the pet Avengers are usually like a, like an all ages book, you know, like, so ah. it's, so having them in a more kind of like serious tone, I'm very excited about uh, seeing all, all of them, all of them together again, especially the attitude that Throg has about it and having <laughs> them like, I'm, I'm kind of hoping this is like the next little storyline going on, or maybe it's like backup storyline. Like, is them together trying to find out what's, but they're like spies, which I really enjoyed. So I think that's, I think it's a really, really cool book. Yeah. I think they're going to draw, they're going to draw out the fight against Thanos pretty far. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're also going to like, I mean, if in that, in that same scene where, you know, he had the vision of the future, um, like all the Marvel characters were dead, you mm -hmm. know, it was like a zombie kind of thing. So there's so much to develop until we get there. And the Infinity and Stones I, in Mjolnir, like, Yes, well, that's what like that's a Which scary is even dream. More epic, yeah. It's and a like scary when, dream. when when Thor literally like blasts Galactus's face off, mm. you know, like how much how overpowered is he already? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like he's he's our, he's our, this is I'm pretty sure this is the most powerful he's ever been in comics. Yeah, well, um, he granted him the power Galactic too, like the uh, Galactic did, because he made him his herald at the beginning of this of Donny Cates' storyline. So. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been nuts, I, I think. And that's funny you bring that up because, yeah, that's a great point. He's, he's the most powerful he's ever come, but he's also the most powerless. Like, and a lot of these, in a lot of these issues, he's not, he's not able to do much. Like, he's, he's wavering. He's trying to be the king again. He's, he's failed in the past to be the king. He's always been the warrior, but now he's, like, really taking it. It seems like he's really taking it seriously to try to be the king. And I've loved what you said about um, him, his and Loki's, Thor's and Loki's relationship at the beginning of this issue. And I love Loki's character development because now they're both king. They're both king. Loki got what he wanted. Yeah. Thor ended up becoming who he was meant to be, right? So they both ended up kind of like, quote unquote, winning. Um, but now they got to work together a little bit. And I I've really, I really enjoy those first few pages between Lord, uh, Thor and Loki. I think that was really, really cool. Absolutely agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really, I really, I, Thor might be also the book, the book that I, run to like the fastest like i get very very excited about it i think like i said donny cates i i went to terrific con in connecticut and um it was a comic book convention donny cates was having a panel discussion and there was like 20 people there so i got to like literally talk to him and i he's a very very like authentic real person um and i think the thing that blows me away about his writing especially with thor is he makes every time you see these like super powerful 
characters just get like super strong and just like you you feel like screaming with them and i i there's not a lot of stories or a lot of characters where i feel like that where i feel the same energy right off the page um so i'm, I'm just excited for a fight <laughs> yeah it's uh, albert are, are you a dbz fan <laughs> um i i am uh i grew up with dbz a little bit okay so how could you tell how could you tell <laughs> i love it i love it when like characters just power up and get strong <laughs> i get pumped like that's yeah. a dbz <laughs> it is it is and I, that's i've honestly thor during this it was just like oh my god like he's powered up like oh man like he's angry and like he just he, he felt it off the page i read um uh, what got me really into Donny Cates was uh, Thanos Wins. I read that a while back. And um, then I was like, oh, like, you know, you're the spoiler. It's a spoiler in the title. Like, wow, how can this get more interesting? And just Thanos just goes like, you know, like he's, he's just a, he's a, he's a, he's a monster. Um, and it's really fun to read that sometimes if the writer is doing it well. So I, I like what Thor's, what's happening in Thor. Super That's duper powerful. Like got really good weaknesses also, and um, yeah, it's it's definitely my favorite Marvel title right now. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, for the sake of time, I wanna I wanna be able to hit everything that that you guys read or didn't read or no, what you guys read. We need to get through that uh, first. Um, what what's left out of like what you guys read this week that we didn't get to cover? Um, that's a good question. See, I um, read. Oh, Batman! Batman's Fear State, another kind of filler issue for me. Like, I'm loving the storyline right now. Jake Tynan and Jorge Jimenez is one of my favorite teams right now, creative team. Mm. Um, but and the Fear State is really cool. I like this storyline right now. It's ridiculously epic, um, but at the same time, very humanizing for both mm. uh, Batman and Gotham itself. And and it kind of kind of brings the real world into comics a little bit because Miracle Molly is very much like anti-establishment helping the little guy kind kind, kind of thing, which mm -hmm. I, I really am really cool aspect of it. But this particular issue one fifteen was very, it was very in between story. Like I'm excited again. I'm excited to see where it's going. I think this issue is better than Trial of Magneto number three, um, but it's kind of have a very similar feel in the, in the case. Like it was just a lot of like running around wasn't anything yeah. too crazy it's leading to the very next issue i've yeah. stopped reading batman proper but i will catch up eventually yeah. i'm reading all the other yeah. bat stuff or no there's just too there's too many bat stuff so it's tough to keep up with everything <laughs> like i'm not reading i'm not reading uh legends of the dark knight uh number six that came out this week though it looks cool i just haven't gotten to like all these other batman titles you know it's a lot but, yeah um, I'm reading. I'm reading Batman, but I did not read the new one. Um, mm. Jorge Jimenez's artwork. I mean, it's all digital, and I think that like that's the perfect example of what digital art should look like. Like it's just Beautiful. like electric and like neon and just like very very modern looking. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Ever since yeah. he was on uh, Earth Two, and then he did Super Sons. Like I, I've just been a huge fan of his of his work for a while. Um, yeah. did anyone read Nubia? Number one, newbie on the Amazons. I didn't read it. I I, I picked no. it up. But I didn't read it yet. Is it, it? How is it? I liked it a lot, actually. Um, it kept my it kept my interest. I was surprised it kept my interest, not because of Nubia, but it seemed expositional. I'm very interested to see what DC does with Nubia because just like Yara Floor, 
Like, they're pushing the Wonder Woman family, which is awesome. Hippolyta, Artemis, Wonder Woman, like Diana Prince, Wonder Woman, Nubia, uh, 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 Yara Floor, and then you have Donna, you have Cassie. Like, there's a lot going on in Wonder Woman these days. Yes, I was a little... I loved it so much, but at the same time, I was a little upset at DC, not the book, because they didn't announce that this was the prelude into the trials of the Amazons until Fandom. And so, like, as as someone who orders comics for a store, I was very upset. I would have ordered a lot more if I knew this was, mm. like, because this is the big, it's a start to the, they haven't done a big Wonder Woman crossover in, like, 30 years. And so, like, this is a big deal. This is uh, a what, big about, deal. What, what about what um, about the one where the Amazons fight against uh, mankind? Uh, what was it? Um, Amazon's attack. That's yeah, Amazon's was, attack. Right? Yeah, that was like a. Yes, it had to it do with the good. Amazons. It, it wasn't, wasn't good. good. It had to do with the but. Amazons, but this is specifically for Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman family, big kind mm. of crossover thing. And so, like, I would have loved to have known that this was going to be a thing, and I'm very excited for it. Yes, Dimitri, this is explaining a lot of what's of what's going to happen. And so, like, I'm very excited to see where she ends up in this in this whole you know, um new, new, Nubia for um where Nubia ends up with, with everything and all the other characters, but I am so excited. I, I, I love this. I love this issue. I love the art. Uh, the covers were really great for um, all yeah. the, all the variant covers were really cool for yeah. this individual issue. And so super excited. Everyone should be going to read the new Wonder Woman stuff coming out. Yeah. A couple, couple things to note on this one is that we finally learn Nubia's origin. Mm. And then oh. there's a, we also get in, uh, introduced to a new plot device, which is the well of souls. Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, the Well of Souls is basically, it. Uh, they give you a, a, a soul of a person that has died, a, a woman that has died in man's world due to violence. Um, they get reborn on Themyscira, <clears throat> excuse me, Themyscira through the Well of Souls. So Nubia had a life before, uh, uh, before Themyscira. She died in man's world due to violence. And so um, uh, she gets reborn here. And now, but then the well gets shut off. Like nobody, nobody gets born from that well, either on purpose or just the well doesn't sprout anyone. But then suddenly with this issue, there's a new influx of new Themyscirans coming from the well of souls. And so they kind of have to deal with that, uh, which is kind of the premise of, of this, this book and this series. Uh, also worth noting, she wakes up from a from a nightmare in bed with somebody. So she she has a Themyscira lover in bed with her, but we don't see who. So I thought there that was cool. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, the art's just really good, too. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It is hard to keep track of 20 new characters, though. I'll tell you that. Like, if you read this... It's so hard to keep track. I don't know who Penelope is, but she's something big at the end. I don't know. You know, it's like, I, I know Phil, I know Philippus. Philippus is in it and Nubia is in it. And other than that, everybody else is like a new character. Great. It's so hard to keep track. It is, it's, it, it is. Well, cause they also were like, they don't remember their old names. So they choose new names. Yeah. There's, there's like Andromeda, Zena, I think with a Z or Zeta or something. Um, and like, yeah, it's very hard to keep track of, but all right, it's good. All right. It's going to yeah, be a good, good one. Good. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Uh, 
I can't tell what came out this week and what got delayed. Did King Shark 2 get delayed? No, it came out. Oh, it came out? Uh, mm-hmm. But I didn't read it. But I wanted to. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts. Did you guys read it? I haven't read it yet. It's, yeah. it's in my pile, but I haven't read it yet. I read number one. And that has to do with, like, his parent, his, his, his father is god king of the, like, king god of the sharks, right? And uh, that's pretty cool, but uh, uh, I want to know more. So I do yeah. want to read it. Yeah, um, he's a cool character. Yeah, especially now, now that the Suicide Squad came out and people are interested in him, DC needs to capitalize on it. Just one series. Don't give him multiple series, <laughs> but, like, one series, DC. <laughs> Don't like, go crazy. Yeah. Don't go crazy, yeah. DC. He was, I, I was first exposed to him in uh, the Harley Quinn animated show on HBO, yeah. and I thought he was, like, one of the best characters in the show. So when he was on the movie, I was like, thank you. This was amazing. And now he's going to be in the video game. Like, they got yeah. they, they they can really make it into a really big character. Like, next generation. Yeah. I loved him on yeah. the Harley Quinn series. He was, I love yeah. that he's the, he's the IT guy. Like, he was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was so funny. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, did you guys read Shazam number four? Yep. It's the last it issue was the of the fi- series. Yeah, it was a four-issue miniseries, which is weird because Blue and Gold got six issues for their miniseries. DC's throwing a lot of miniseries out there and seeing what sticks, right? Yeah. Uh, so King right. Shark, King Shark was what? King Shark is six-issue miniseries. They're on issue two. Shazam just finished four of four, um, but it makes sense how it finishes. Uh, did you want to talk about it, Michael? Albert, did yeah. you read it? I did not. I haven't been reading any Shazam. Um, that's okay. another one where I'm like. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about Shazam. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I feel like it's hard for me to jump on. Right. But, I mean, yeah, yeah. you can read the, the the Jeff Johns one was really modernized. was a really yeah. good modernization. Um, I like him actually in Young Justice. was really good. Young Justice Shazam okay. is really cool. The, um, the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, the Young Justice yeah. cartoon. Sorry about that. Yeah, the Young Justice car- and cartoon, Billy Batson. Other than that, there's not, uh, Kingdom Come. Him in Kingdom Come is really cool. Yeah, um, he's, he's also in Justice but... Society, the old Justice Society. Well, not old, but like the two thousands Justice Society run. The J- the JSA or Justice Society yeah. of America? Yeah, yeah, he, he's in JSA for a second. Uh, uh, and he's a no, yeah, he's in JS JSA. Anyway, where he him and Star Girl have like a crush, but he's yeah. an older man, and they're like, why is an old man hanging out with Star Girl? But it yeah. turns out it's because he's a kid, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, and really, all another really good one is just, just League International, the original series. It's a really good interpretation of him, especially his interaction with because he's written just like a kid, but yeah. almost no one knows that, and and it's really yeah. funny, especially him interacting with Guy Gardner and Batman and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really really fun. Holy moly! Yeah. Like, doesn't he say yeah. holy he moly a lot? <laughs> yeah. He's Billy Batson. He's yeah, he's really cool. Yeah, That's hilarious. Um, but Shazam 4 wraps things up a little bit. It, it, I mean, it's not a good jumping on point. This this series, this miniseries is not a jumping on point. It's basically, let's get Shazam back to his power set. And then yeah. let's have a foreboding, foreboding omen for the future. You Just know? read Titans Academy. That, that, that book's good. Yeah. And he's yeah. in there a lot, so. Yeah. Uh, really quick, I wanted to have some thoughts about Superman, Son of Kal-El, issue number four. Uh, obviously, with Superman and, and Jonathan Kent getting a lot of airplay right now for, for being um, or going to be uh, uh, announced as bisexual. He was announced as bisexual, but going to be portrayed as bisexual in issue six issue. or something. Yeah. It's in five. Oh, no. it's, it's, it's the next it's issue. It's in five? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so they're building up like a relationship between him and uh, the pink haired kid who I still haven't learned the name of. I forget. I, forget I keep his forgetting name. his name too. I yeah. really do. I yeah. don't know. Um, what uh, but uh, uh, I think it's maybe, I think it's an interesting, like, Oh, uh, um, um, they're building up that relationship, which is nice. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't have much thoughts about this one. We'll see what happens in the next issue. I don't know if you guys have any I, thoughts. The, the thing that like kind of not bothers me, but it's like, He's he's extremely powerful character, right? But he's like yeah. protesting. I'm like, bro, like you can easily solve this problem. You know what I mean? Like if if like climate change, I'm like, I, you actually can solve this. So it's an interesting like um, opportunity to tell a story. Yeah. And like no, like having physical power is not like enough. So I, I think right. it, it's it's interesting, but at the same time, it can be frustrating for for mm. me to to see stories like where. You know they're they're modernizing the story. Right? It's a modern character, right. modern modern issues. So um, there's moments where I get like, huh, like you could solve this differently, more aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the way I the way I view it is, if he has enough power to solve climate change, there's someone on the negative end who has who is constantly trying to create climate change. So mm-hmm. they could cancel each other out, and then we get to the real world like level of climate change that we're having. You know what I mean? So in the end, it can still mirror the real world. But I think it's because there's like super villains out there that are like, nah, we're just constantly polluting. Yeah. Right? I, I, I like, I love Tom Taylor's run because I think to kind of counter that a little bit, uh, Albert, I, I, Superman, Clark Kent has, he's always done that. He's always hit the villain. He's always yeah. gone after the villain in a very yeah. pretty violent way. Tom Taylor's run is not that he's his it's his a very different take on superman most of the big villains he's faced so far he's either hugged or talked down like there hasn't been violent because he doesn't he doesn't need to like yeah i I think that that's a really really kind of unique take on superman and because i I used to be here all thing all the time the biggest thing people that don't like superman their biggest complaint is that he's so overpowered right and so like cool like he he someone like superman like john kent or clark kent can go up to these villains and they know they're not going to get hurt like then don't worry about it. like talk them down like let's see if we can do it and a lot of them a lot of them misunderstood and i think that's a big thing about what tom taylor is trying to say right now is like there's other ways besides throwing a punch to end a yeah. fight and that's why yeah. john is going to protest and and hugging hugging it out kind of, kind of thing so there, there's, there's other ways to do it yeah yeah um for the for the sake of time we do have to wrap things up uh, every episode, I'm always worried. I'm like, we're not gonna have enough to talk about. <laughs> no, no, nope. man. Uh, this this show would be would like definitely could use another hour to it. That being said, well, I mean, we need it, more time to talk about Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson being brother and sister. Man, I need to do but that. But they're not. <laughs> I need to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Cut it out. Uh, <laughs> um thank you guys so much for for coming on the show thank you to the audience out there for watching or for listening if you're watching us you're watching our live stream on facebook twitch youtube or at volume.com slash the keeg show that's our number one streaming platform is volume.com uh or you're listening to the podcast at uh uh, um uh apple Podcasts, google play spotify soundcloud or iHeartRadio. uh we release podcast episodes there for not only this show but for other shows so definitely uh, uh, follow podcasts if if you're into podcasts whatever way you're digesting us please click like follow subscribe do whatever you need to do write a 
a uh, wonderful review of us. Every little bit helps. Uh, we don't need money. We just need you guys. So whoever's out there listening and watching, thank you guys so much. Um, before we get going, um, uh, I'm, if you could say your social media out loud, uh, you know, where we could find you, uh, uh, what you got coming up, any plugs that you want to do. Albert, you got anything? Sure, yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, Albert Loves Comics. Uh, I talk about books that I've just finished reading, and I tried to summarize them in 40 seconds, which is very, very challenging. But um, I think I do an okay job, so check it out. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything big coming up? or Nothing. I'm, I'm just moving. I'm moving That's right. uh, to yeah. a new state, and it's uh, it's consumed my life. It's a massive challenge. But I'm hoping to make like a studio in my basement so, to up the quality of my videos, the audio, all that stuff. So uh, other than that, that's I got no, no other projects on the way. Just um, trying to put at least five new posts a week. All right. So. Good luck, man. I love your content. So anyone out there who hasn't followed you on social media is missing out. Uh, Albert Loves Comics on TikTok and Instagram. Thank you. All right. Michael, I, oh, I always ask you, I want to know it. The audience wants to know. Uh, what's your social media? What do you got oh, coming up? Totally, yeah. I mean, you should. First of all, everyone should be following. Albert. I just did. I literally did before we started the show. Um, so I am for the love of for the love of comics on TikTok and Instagram, Facebook. Um, I pretty much try to do funny videos, try to do community outreach stuff, and kind of recommend make sure everyone's on top of new stuff coming out every week. Yeah, you do. You do great work uh, as well. Um, yeah. For the love of comics is all one word on TikTok but it's separated by underscores on Instagram, right? Yeah, that one's the the love of comics on that one. Yeah, with underscores. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Both of you guys are amazing. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show and spending time talking about comics. Uh, Albert, I would love to have you back. Love to be back, absolutely. Uh, Michael? <laughs> that's fair. No, that's fair. We'll I, I understand. What did we talk last time? I was like, every time you come on, we we it's like the newsroom. We renew yeah. your contract. Yeah, Is that what we talked about last time? Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. you every every week you get a, it's I, I you hire me and every every at the end of every episode I, you get to fire me if you want to, which I, I respect. Yeah. I respect. Yeah. Like that's right. Keeps me on my toes. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Uh, uh, this is a weekly show. We do Comic Talk every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and uh, we also got other shows. We got The Key back on Friday nights. Uh, we got The Key live on the weekends, pretty much every other weekend. We're talking about Dune on Sunday because I got to see Dune tonight uh, when it comes out. And so uh, we always got a lot of stuff, but definitely follow us on social media, on Instagram and at TikTok. Uh, at the Keeg Show, you could definitely you know figure out our schedule from there. Uh, if uh, anyone out there is listening and want to keep up with our schedule, but thanks all around. Thank you again, audience, to my guests. Uh, once again, I'm your host Demetra Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk. Take care, everybody. Peace out. King.